0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the darkest timeline. So this week we're talking about getting ill, climbing. Uh, yep, climbing still still around. Um, talking to the doctors, computer games, movies, TV shows, got all the entertainment this week. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. Share the podcast around, people. That's the big one. Share the podcast around. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast: The Darkest Timeline. Hello. How you doing? You all right? Are you well? Are you feeling good? Good. As always, I will just presume you said yes and we can move on. It's one of those uh, unfortunate things with a one-way conversation. A lot of, a lot of assumption. Presumption. One of those things. Um, so, starting this week's podcast with a callback... Who remembers last week where I'm like, oh, I'm really ill, and oh, I got ill, and oh, I was uh, burning the candle at both ends, and that's why I got ill, and so on and so forth. Um, <clears throat> I I think e- there's even a point in that podcast where I was like, oh, I'm starting to feel rough, sort of thing. So, me being me being the sensible soul that I am, knew exactly why I'd got ill. I was like, I know why I'm ill. I've been burning the candle at both ends. That needs to change. You need to do something different, etc, etc. So obviously, me being me, did exactly the same as I had been doing. And my body was like, oh, you, you didn't listen to what, you were being told so let's make you ill again and literally from the point in time where I was recording that podcast to the next couple of days I was ill again like yeah this was absolutely going to happen um what that meant was very little for me changing, changing, doing things, um, so, it was like Wednesday morning, so that was Monday where I was like, oh, I'm getting ill again, Wednesday morning, um, I still get up nice and early to go off climbing, I get to climb, I'm like, I'm, I'm fine, I feel fine, I feel able, so, it'll be okay, so, I go off to climbing, uh, I get there I was like right I need to warm up so I go to warm up and yeah it's bad news. Um, and it was this weird thing because as far as the illness was concerned it was just like uh, I just feel you know I, had, I still I was still dealing with a cough um outside of that it was just pretty much non-existent or so I thought so i'm like well my body doesn't hurt my body doesn't ache and other than this outside of this cough everything's fine i go in get sorted get changed all of that climb up a wall and then i'm like why is this so difficult um do the first one do the second one do the third one by the end of the third one i am pouring sweat now bearing in mind at this point in time time of recording ish um big temperature change so whereas one day last week it was 12 degrees the next day it was 4 degrees that is not a joke the the 12 degrees then it was 4 degrees the day after it was 0 um so big big change in temperature resulting in me having done three climbs and I am pouring sweat noticing that I'm getting up to like the top of the walls and being like I don't feel super stable up here so Ed's like how are you finding it I'm like I am struggling and he was like yeah when you find you have trouble breathing, when you're struggling to breathe, that's what's going to happen. And I was like, yeah, but I didn't think I was struggling to breathe. So, I carried on, just sweating, 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 to the point that I thought I was going to have to go and get the towel out of my bag. That's how bad the sweating was. And every single climb I'm going up, I'm getting to the top, I am like, I am out of breath whole thing was a bad situation so uh, the other thing was you know when you have that thing when you're like you're ill and being ill makes everything 10 times worse so because of that I end up in this situation where I'm like climb is awful climb is terrible climb is rubbish i can't do any of this stuff i don't know why i'm bothering i don't know why i'm here etc um and not long before the end uh me and ed were talking about like some things to try some new routes to try some new clothes to try etc and that's basically at the end um Fast forward 24 hours, I end up in another situation where I'm like, well, I can actually go and climb. Um, Only realising really towards actually getting to climb in in the morning that I might be there on my own. And as it was, as I actually walked into the place, completely on my own, and there was nobody else there, I was like, this is going to be interesting. Uh, People started filtering in very shortly after that But to start with I was the only person there So I'm like right This is an opportunity for me to see What I'm able to do Slash achieve Whatever On my own Now this is only a day later um, And I've got new stuff to try So I'm like "This This is actually quite an interesting experiment And it's a good point in time to really sort of See what's happening. Um, as possibly may be expected, absolute disaster. And this was this was the sort of thought process that I came came to. Thought process was this: I was like, "There's always been." a couple of possibilities with this one i reached a point in time where i realized that this is just not this is just not something that's for me you know i've tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and, and ultimately what i've ended up with is a situation where i can say this just isn't for me i can't do it i'm too big i'm not agile enough I'm not I don't want to say able-bodied because I'm not like the guy I saw that time climbing with one leg. Um I'm just not you know, I'm not rail thin and super strong. It's it's that combination. And you know, you see you see people there and you look at people and you're like, good on you. Not only are you not what you would think as standard climber you are also very good for what you for what you're achieving um so i'm not saying you know you have to fit into a certain box but let's face it if you look up a video of somebody climbing a lot of climbing people look very similar to each other in the in the body very strong quite muscular quite well-built, thin, because that's what you need. You need to be light and strong. I am neither. So it's very much a, there is ultimately a future, a possibility whether I reach a, a roadblock. And that roadblock is potentially I'm just too big and not strong enough. So I reached this point where I was like, is it now? Is it? Is it now? Now, bear in mind, I will. You know, going back, I will say this. Obviously, I was ill, so everything's ten times worse. Is it now? Is it now the time? Because while I stood, I stood there, and I looked around, and I was like, "Look, here's this guy standing in the middle of this place, looking around at all the things that he can't do." This is not a man who's looking around saying. Oh, I can do that. and Oh, I can do that. And that's one that I've nearly completed. And, oh, there's one there that I've, I was one hold away. That was not the case. The case was, I was a man who was standing there going, there's five climbs here I can do, two I can attempt, and the rest is just not for me. However, I taught somebody who was like, oh, I did 20 climbs today so big difference big difference and this was where things kind of ended for me i I was a bit like this could be it um now then one of those things I feel like I'm I feel like I'm kind of doing you dirty on this one because we're gonna come back and talk about this in a bit. Because, as is often the case, I like to keep things in the order that they go on the list. Now, ultimately, yes, there is something else on the list to talk about in the same subject, but I am gonna just keep moving with the order of things. So, next thing on the list. One of those things <sighs> Army's not entirely sure what to say about this, so I'm going to try to work through it the best I can. I had a phone call the other day. Um, phone call was from the doctors. Now, to explain this, we have to jump back two months. Two months ago, I put in a request with the doctors. I was like, I need to speak to a doctor, have a conversation with the doctor, just go through. Um an issue that I'm having with my weight. Now we can we can slice it any way we want to, but realistically I personally think that there is something to be said for somebody who eats chopped vegetables, salad, mixed nuts, has one cheap meal a week etc etc exercises like an absolute lunatic a lot of the time but can't break through the stone barrier now as i've said previously as i've said more recently yes there are things that could go from my diet you know all those coffees that i drink probably not that great hidden calories etc etc um, you know, the I have those like those little bar things that are low in calories. Well, it's great, they're low in calories. But if you eat two of them, then you're doubling the calories, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm fully aware that there's probably a few things, couple of things maybe in my diet that could go. However, on the flip side of things, running, working out, rock climbing, it's not rock climbing, it's bouldering um, dog walking walking to school and back etc etc doing 20,000 steps a day minimum and so on and so forth there's some sort of disconnect and there are times when it is very depressing for me to step on the scales on a Monday morning and to have not lost a pound to keep bumping up against the same barrier and not being able to break through and not having any understanding to what that is and getting to the point of saying there's something wrong here I need to speak to somebody about this and I just need somebody to say you're doing it all wrong you're doing it all wrong that's why it's not working for you because you're doing it all wrong and I can go oh my god I was doing it all wrong all along there we go so I put in a request to speak to a doctor I think I've already mentioned the request came back saying uh, we'll look at it in four to six weeks and then we'll decide whether you need to see or speak to a doctor and I was like well I hope you don't die of a heart attack in that time So, fast forward to, it was six weeks, I got a message from the doctor saying that that they were going to look at my request, and I could expect to hear from somebody in the next couple of weeks. So, short version is, two months after I put the request in with the doctor I get a phone call how's this for irony when the doctor rang me I was running and I went um, I'll just let that go to voicemail and I was like hang on a minute it's taken two months to get something from a doctor and I can't get in touch with the doctor so I should probably answer the phone which i did uh it took three phone calls to have a conversation with the doctor because uh, various points the doctor couldn't hear me and i was a bit like yeah that's because i'm you know out running didn't stop running carried on just talking to the doctor on the phone whilst i was running so i wanted to have a conversation with somebody i wanted to say look this is this and this is that and this is either. The and they were like, so what's the issue? You've got a problem with your weight. I was like, yeah, I've got a problem with my weight. I can't lose any. Okay, what are you doing? And i are like, well, I've got quite a restrictive diet. So, you know. Because I've got this restrictive diet, I would expect to lose weight. They were like, Give us give us an idea, give us a clue. I was like, well, you know, it's a lot of chopped veg, there's a lot of salads involved mixed nuts Um, those are like my staples like you know maybe I'll have a cracker Um, so they were like alright okay so if you've got this restricted diet and you're not losing weight then what we need to do is put you on some medication and if the medication doesn't work then we'll refer you to the hospital for surgery how does that sound and I was like what like that was fast. Now, um, spoilers, just in case you just in case you're wondering, just in case you're thinking there's something you know, two things that I do not want in my life: medication and surgery now from a medication perspective i'll tell you what it was it was it's, it's they were like we'll put you on a fat blocker stops the body absorbing fat um you uh, instead pass the fat if uh, if you get the meaning um and ultimately presumably the surgery referenced would be like the the, the band i'm like that was so fast. And obviously, if I was looking for either of those things, win-win. As previously mentioned, I am looking for neither of those things. I just wanted a conversation. I just wanted to say to somebody, look, this is what I eat on a daily basis. This is how much exercise I do. Looking at those two components... Do you, as a medical professional, as a trained medical professional, think that I should lose weight week in, week out? And as a medically trained professional, that person could have then said, you are doing it wrong. You are eating the wrong stuff, doing the wrong exercises. The two put together make it all wrong you need to change absolutely everything you're doing and you need to do it this way and i would have said that sounds great i'll do that to me that's a 10 or 15 minute conversation which completely changes everything that i'm doing puts me on the right path and sends me off down the road on my merry way so the doctor is like, is that okay then? I was like, um, look, the, the reason for this is, you know, I've got this restrictive diet and I exercise a lot. So I kind of feel like those two things together mean that I should, shouldn't really have any issue losing weight. should be able to lose weight that's that's kind of where i'm at the doctor was like all right okay and then basically went through what the medication will do what the fat blocker will do went through the side effects all of which sounded horrendous and if i didn't want the medication to start with i certainly didn't want the medication after that um if you've if you want to do feel free to look up one of or any of the side effects for the fat blockers uh let's just say this it's probably a good idea to not stray too far from the toilet i'm like okay and the doctor's like so is that okay then we'll put you on the medication and if either you don't get on with it or you don't like it or it doesn't work then we'll just refer you for surgery and i was like i can't quite believe that this is happening this is hands down one of the most baffling situations to me i knew full well that there were the part of the conversation i was having with the doctor i think the doctor was basically reading a script and ultimately i realized that this wasn't going to go anywhere so i was like now here's something i need to mention as an aside i listened to a podcast about a week ago uh where uh one of the sort of like the the sciencey healthy kind of people was talking and they were saying Ultimately, nobody can break the thought that break the laws of thermodynamics. You put food in, and if you burn more than what's going in, you will lose weight. You are not special. You can't break the laws of thermodynamics. So it's a simple equation. And I heard that and went, Well then clearly I am doing something wrong i subsequently went and looked at a different diet to see how feasible a different diet is and i kind of moved on with my life completely forgetting about the fact that i'd put this referral through to the doctor so that's a side thing so back to the conversation so the doctor's literally just like so is that okay then i can get you the medication today if you want I'll I'll put the medication referral through straight away. And we'll get you get you on that today. Realizing that there was no way around this, no way out of this. I was just like, okay, cool, that sounds fine. Yeah, that's that's great. Let's do that then because you know, it, at least it's something, isn't it? Conversation was over, hung up the phone. I think Within fifteen minutes, I got a text message from the chemist saying, "Medication's ready to collect." I was like, "That's real interesting because uh, when I order my asthma inhalers, you know those things that keep me alive, it takes the best part of two days for you to let me know that they're ready." But the uh, the 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 fat the fat pills. Yeah, get them 15 minutes, if you like. I was just like, this has got to be one of the most baffling situations I think I've ever been a part of. I relayed this story to a couple of other people, and they were like, that's mental. I was like, it absolutely is. Like, so what, that's just the go-to now? Oh, I've got a problem with my weight. Well, we best get you on some medication and then cut you open. Just like, (laughs) like, ultimately... A, I'd have, been, I'd have been fine with a conversation with somebody. And B, I basically got my answer from a podcast that I listened to for free. So, why, why and, and let's not forget the eight week wait to get to speak to somebody. The entire system is completely broken honestly i i would hate to be in a scenario to be in a situation where i actually need like need need to see or speak to a doctor it's terrifying it's honestly terrifying to me that this is the state of things utter insanity so, that was that that. Uh, Saturday (laughs) Saturday, went out for a run now, do you remember that I inadvertently started a running club yeah, a running club kind of generally works on the principle that it has participants And in the space of a week, I lost all of my running buddies. Um, I don't think it's me, though. I definitely think it's me. Um, So, there we go. Um, However, I'd I'd mapped out, scheduled in, for us to do our first group, 5K. And I was like, we're going to go do a 5K. I've got a nice little route. Um, it shouldn't be too much more than what we've done already. We're going to get a 5k ticked off. Job done. Everybody bailed on me. So I was like... Well, I kind of budgeted to do a 5k. So guess that's what I'm doing. So I went. I parked the car. I jumped out of the car. And off for my 5k. I went on my merry little way. And I went and I did 5k. And I was still dealing with... Illness, sickness, whatever you want to call it. Um, but the plan was to take the 5k super steady. Slow, some would say. I budgeted plenty of time to do it. And as it was, that's what I did. I took it nice and slow, not too strenuous on the old body, the body that was supposedly in recovery. Um, and that was that. Had enough time to go and get a coffee, which you guys know me, I, I, I love a coffee. Nipped over the road, got a coffee, went back, waited for climbing to open, went into climbing. I'm like, okay, let's see what's possible. And I felt different, whether it was running, whether it was psychologically I don't know what it was, but I felt, I felt strong and light, which might seem strange. Some of you might understand what I mean by that. Like one day you just feel that bit more able, that bit more capable. And the two things that I needed for my climbing session was to be stronger and lighter. And I felt strong and lighter. So I was like, well, you know, let's see what's possible. Tried a couple of things, was like, I am getting nowhere with my My stronger and lighter self. But then I went and tried something that I've been looking at for a couple of weeks now. Um it's a big long climb. It's it's quite um for me personally, it's quite difficult. Um and I've been breaking it into sections. So what I've been doing is I've been starting, getting as far as I can, stopping, but then starting again from the same place rather than going back to the beginning, do another section, stop. And do another section. Um have not been able to complete it previously. It goes quite high, it's got some like leaning back stuff and some um overhang, underhang, all this sort of stuff. But it's just it's just a nice little test. So I did the first section. I was like, okay, that's fine, that's about what we'd expect. Did the second section and I had to do this crazy manoeuvre where I was holding a hold one way and then I had to flip. Hold it the complete opposite way. Which I managed to do. Whilst being suspended almost upside down. I'm like. That's interesting. Um, So that was like the second section. And for the third section. It was going up and back on itself. And there was twisting involved. And I was like I don't know what's possible. And what's not here. But we're about to find out. And I got nearly to the top. And was like I'm scared. And I had to, <laughs> had to come down. And I was, at this point, I'm on my own, and I'm like, what is happening here? I feel able, I feel capable. I feel like I can like I can do stuff that I couldn't previously. This is weird. So I'm wandering around like, well, I'll try this, and I'll try that, I'll try the other, and oh, I can do this a bit more than I've ever done before, and oh, I can manage to get further on this than I've ever done before, and oh, I managed, I can do this. I couldn't do this before. And things like this I was like this is weird but cool and fun and exciting so because of the way it was all set up I was kind of on my own a lot of the time which I was kind of enjoying I walked past a climb that I'd previously looked at on one of the weekdays Uh, one that I, I can't do I've never been able to do it since it was put in very much one that I just don't bother with I was like, I can't do you, so I'm not going to bother with you. And it's as simple as that. That's how I operate with it. That's how it works. Job done. So I was like, well, is that the right attitude for this? Is that the way I should be looking at it? Is that the way I should be doing it? Let's give it a go. I was like, when I tried it the other day, I had to do like the shimmy thing, shimmy up a volume. So I was like, okay, I need to remember that. So I tried it and I shimmied up the volume and I got my foot into a position. And my other foot was in a position and I went, oh, Shazbat. I am now in a position where I'm kind of stuck. And it's not the kind of stuck you might expect. It was the kind of stuck where getting down was going to be harder than going up and i went oh no the only solution for me here is to carry on going up now i know the principle of climbing is to you know go up so i'm like oh this is weird i'm i'm stuck but i can go up so i'm going to have to go up so i started going up and there was one hold and, and another hold and another leg and another foot. And before long, I was holding the top hold and was like, what the shit's happening right now? What is happening here? This is mental. I've just done this climb that I never thought I'd be able to do. I've never been able to do. I never got anywhere close to even getting past the start of. And I've just completed it. And I came down off the wall and i saw red and he was like how are you getting on i was like that climb over there i've just finished it he's like oh you you're done with it you're not doing it anymore i was like no no i've done it i've climbed it i've finished it he was like okay so again i went off and i was trying all these different things and then ed ed come and is like let's look at something else Like we've got this climate, it's this blue that we were looking at the other day and because you've managed to achieve that and do that maybe now's the time to look at this and see what you can actually do I was like, you might be right maybe today is the day so I tried it and I went up and I got stuck and I was like, I really didn't know what was happening because I got further than I had previously and then got stuck because I didn't know where to go so it's like, well, you've got to match your feet there, match your hands there, put another hand there. That's not three hands; it's two different moves, and then go up. and I was like, do you know something? That was the only thing I could think when I was doing it that that's what I should have done. But because I didn't know for sure, I didn't try it. And he's it like, yeah, that's that's what you should have done. He's like, give it another go. So I was like, okay, well. So I went up with this, and there was a point where I was like, okay, so I need to do this now. And he's like, yeah. And I did it. And he's like, right, now do the next one. Go to the next one. I was like, okay. And I did it. He's like, right, now go for the next one. I was like, okay. And I did it. He's like, you've got one hold left. And I was like, and I can't reach. He's like, you just have to reach for it. I was like, I can't. Ended up having to come down. Uh, did not complete it, but was one hold away. Um, obviously, everybody was super impressed. Now, nah, I was impressed. Ed was impressed. That's all that really mattered. So, I often talk about, like when I talk to other people, I often talk about climbing, like like it's golf. And I know that seems strange, but I've explained this before. When I used to play a lot of golf, golf was very much one of those things that you'd go and have a round of golf and it would be hands down the worst round of golf you've ever played. You're going to throw your clubs in the lake, you're going to drive your trolley out into the road and let it get run over, you're going to tip all your balls in the bin, and you're going to go home and never speak of golf again. And then, you know, when you turn up the next day for another round, you will have the best round of golf in your life and that ladies and gentlemen is the game of golf it is literally that one time you're going to go out and have the worst round you've ever played and the next time you're going to go out and have the best round you've ever played and that's why people play golf and anytime you've ever heard a joke about golf it's because of that principle alone and the principle is one minute you hate it and the next minute you love it. And both of those things keep you coming back. For me, climbing's the same. There are days I go there and I hate myself more than I've ever hated myself. I am a, I am a loser. I am a failure. I am a terrible person. What have I done wrong in my life to bring me to this point where I have the true clarity, realisation that I am... Truly just just garbage. And then you could literally go 24 hours later and be like, I can't believe all the things I've achieved today. I am I am maybe getting it. I might be good at this. I'm not good, good, but I'm not I'm not terrible. It's literally that. It's mental. Uh that was saturday saturday afternoon uh the uh, the joys of joys children's party now and then for anybody that doesn't know children's parties go in um go in ages and i don't mean you know the child the children's parties are for a particular age of child i mean there's the parties you have to stay at your child your child is too young to be supervised by other parents you have to stay Mostly those are truly painful experiences. You're trapped. You can guarantee that the person that sort of arranged the party has decided that a 4 hours party is best. And there's no adult beverages. And I don't mean alcoholic drinks. I mean, like, there's no coffee for whatever reason. And it's a truly painfully excruciating time. Then there's the mid-ground, where some parties you're actively encouraged to leave your children and go off and do something for you and the next one you go to is literally oh we'd prefer if you stayed because a lot of children here and you know if one of them gets hurt it's like great and then there's like that you know in in between and then there's the parties like if i took my elders to a party i'd be i'd be a cookie shaped blur by the time i would uh, dropped her off so middle daughter going to a party i.e you can stay if you want or you can go if you want now then i was in a situation where because of where it was i was like well i can go and do some a couple of shopping jobs they're actual jobs that need doing it's not an excuse to leave the child they were actual shopping jobs that needed to be done so i said i dropped her off and i was like look i've got a job to go and do it won't take me long i'm not just leaving it but i've got a job to go and do they were like take as long as you like just be back for you know pick up i was like well i will i'll just be like 15 20 minutes or something as it was 15 to 20 minutes was a wild exaggeration and it turned out more like an hour And the pie was only an hour and a half. And we got there a little bit after it started. So basically I had to do 20, 25 minutes of this pie. I often feel sorry for the people that work these events. You know, it, it takes a special kind of person to be able to deal with that level of child intensity. Um, And I don't feel that people that do it have that calling. The calling they have is bills to pay. So you get a variety of different people. You get the people who are very good at basically hiding their disdain for the job. You get the people in the middle who are very much like, I'll do the job because I'm getting paid to do it and I'll pretend to be happy and jolly about it. But man, I hate every single one of you people here right now. And then every now and then, every, I don't know, one in ten, one in twenty parties you go to, you get the people who truly, truly hate their jobs and make absolutely zero attempt to hide it. And those, dear listener, those are absolute gems as spectators because it's a car crash smashed into a train crash. All rolled into a nice bundle of spectator. So I rock up um, and basically they're having like little snacks, uh, sweet treats not food, just little sweet treats in a particular room and every time one of the working people comes out they're coming out like uh, kill me now and every time they go back in they're like you children are making far too much noise with all the sugar in your system at a party, can you please shut up and I'm like oh oh we got a live one here oh this is going to be fun you filled all those children 25 kids with a bucket of sugar and you want them to be quiet and to add a cherry on top you've filled the room with balloons you lot are absolute sadists what ensued from this point on was basically the people that worked there telling these children to literally shut up to <laughs> To be quiet which I was just like you're mental and oh we're gonna go back in the room and play some games what they meant was we're gonna go back in the room and play games but you're not allowed to play the game the way you want to you have to play the, the game super serious so like hide and seek but oh you can't hide over there and you can't look for people in that way it was like Oh, this is amazing. I had my hand over my mouth for 20 minutes solid, crying, laughing, just hoping that nobody noticed the gibbering wreck over at the corner who was just... I was crying, laughing. These people hated their jobs ah uh, they were taking it out of these kids and wow such a joy to watch such a joy to behold what an absolute train wreck that it was one of those that it finished at half four and at four 30 on the nose it was basically get the f out and honestly this is the best one 25 quick 25 kids full of sugar i think those children did amazing because <laughs> they were like okay we'll be quiet and stand in a line <laughs> please don't beat us oh it was just amazing took the uh, took the children to do the uh, the yearly let's go and stare at toys in a toy shop because you know that time of year is coming um, oh wow yeah <sighs> oh you always have to be aware that your children are watching and they're listening and they're learning all the time. And I had to ask myself this last weekend, am I a good parent or a bad parent when the number one toy at the top of one of my daughter's Christmas lists is a toy coffee maker. Part of me is proud, and part of me is ashamed. Simultaneously, both of those things at this point in time. I was just like, oh, wow, that's probably quite telling. I'm taking all the, all the girls around the toy shop, and I'm like, what about this? Is this any good? Tell me if it is. Nah. Okay, moving on. What about this? Is this any good? Not really. Cool. Let's move on. And I'm just like, like the 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 uh, blood pressure, I guess, is just going up and up and up. And I'm like, Christmas is going to be an absolute train wreck if these kids don't find something that they actually want for Christmas. Because what am I supposed to say? Father Christmas doesn't love you anymore. So we go around. My youngest daughter's like... Hey, I want to get this. Like, put it on your Christmas list. Hey, I want to get this. Put it on your Christmas list. Can I get this? Put it on your Christmas list. My middle daughter... She's like... Look at this massive robot dinosaur. I'm like... What? She's like, look at it. It's awesome. Like... Yeah... Uh, Okay. My eldest in true fashion is like, uh, I'm like, is this any good? Nah. What about this? Is this any good? It's okay. But you don't want it? Nah. What about this? Is this any good? Meh. Seen bigger ones. I'm just like, this. This is, this is it This is where I end up having to say Look You're not getting anything for Christmas I've made an executive decision And, and, and you don't need anything for Christmas So you're not getting anything for Christmas How about that And just at the point Just at the, the tipping point Where I'm like let's get the F out of here Because I, I can't believe That a load, a load of kids can't find Toys in a toy shop and I'm like, what, what, what has, where has the world come to? And all of a sudden, my eldest daughter explodes with joy and excitement around this thing that apparently she'd seen the day before and went mental for. And she is just like, look at this, look at this, look at this one. This one's amazing. That one's not very good this is amazing though, what is this, this is, I'm like, oh, oh, thank, thank, thank all this, whatever, I'm just like, oh, thank, yeah, so, it's a, it's an eye-opening experience, where I'm like, you know, I have to remind myself that, one child doesn't, you know, we're not there for one of the child, one of the, one of the child ch- children because they want a coffee maker for Christmas, and one of the children's like, "Hey, I want to get this." I'm like, "Cool." She's like, "Yeah, I want to get it now." I'm like, "Add it to your Christmas list." Ah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. What about this? Can I get this now? Put it on your... Freaking Christmas list So I'm like okay you're fine And then I'm like well maybe it's an age thing Maybe maybe there's just Maybe it's like a transitional phase Where you know the the That age where they're too old for a toy So being in a toy shop Is probably not the right place But too young for You know like The sort of things that teenagers get like You know oh, I want a new phone I guess and I'm like, oh, this is going to be terrible. And then, yeah, we turned a corner and she just went crazy. Um, so, you know, swings and roundabouts. It's Monday today. So having gone back to what I was saying earlier about like the doctors and stuff and all these issues that I'm having, I'm trying to lose weight. Um, this is the first week in what's now 5 weeks where I've put weight on yay anyone want to guess why yeah that's right because if i was if i lost weight i'd have broken through that barrier that i can't break through and i'd have rejoiced and today was definitely the day i was like i feel i feel thin i feel light i feel feel like today's going to be a good day on the scales and the scales were like nah mate you've put on 0.4 of a pound because you just can't do it and i went fine fine there we go there we go that's the answer put weight on because we can't break through that barrier anyway let's talk about some entertainment stuff A couple of TV episodes uh, so far. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, whatever the Scott Pilgrim cartoon is called, I watched the second episode. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, so I won't, but I'll say this. I honestly thought that they were just redoing the movie as a cartoon. And the first episode was very much in that vein... Right up until the very end of the first episode... And I was like... What? I watched the second episode... I expected at some point for them to be like... Oh, we're only joking, we're still doing the movie... But no... It's very different... Very different... Not necessarily in a bad way... But it's... And I don't want to say... I don't want to be like... Oh it's too different... It's just, it was very much the same and now it's not. And I'm like, what are we doing here? So it's kind of that. But the animation's good and it's fun. The fact that they've got all of the voice cast back, to a degree, some might say, is cool. It, it, it's just a bit weird. Um and I watched the first episode of series two of Invincible. Which was a long episode. It was the best part of an hour. Um <sighs> Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve my judgment uh on this one. I'm not gonna give you a oh it was good or bad or whatever. I watched the first series of Invincible a lot Uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen it all the way through three times if not three and a half ish times I watched the special episode that they released which was cool and groovy and fine I enjoyed that very much let me just say this You know, when you when a programme has a first series, it's just an absolute juggernaut, and then they get green lit for a second series, and they kind of do that. Oh, we were never really sure if we were going to get a second series, so now we need to do a second series, and there's been a lot of whoooing and harring about the fact that it's taken so long to get a second series. Sometimes your second series is a little disjointed, and obviously, with the way the first series ends, that's going to be a natural thing, it's going to be quite disjointed. I'll reserve my judgment, I'll watch another one and we can talk more about it. Then, uh, I watched a movie which was a new movie, so we can talk about it. I watched The Killer on netflix i'd heard things about it i want to say i'd heard good things but i just heard little bits here and there um land's mum said she'd watched and she'd enjoyed it um i'd heard some stuff on the internet saying it was very good i was like yeah i'll give it a whirl um kind of like i watched it wrong i watched the first 20 minutes of it and then had to stop watching it and go and go to do other stuff. And then I came back to it like a day later, and I basically watched the rest of it. <sighs> the Killer is a film that's kind of like a like a guide. It's like, here's what you need to be able to do to be a hired assassin. But I, I feel like it's been done like a deterrent. Like, suddenly the government has realised that there's a real uptake in people becoming contract killers and they want to put people off the idea, so they want to make it seem as boring as possible. Because that's how it comes across. The The film is, these are the things that you need to be able to do to be a contract killer, a hired assassin, a blah, 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 blah. But the whole point of it is, is that it's really slow, it's really long and it's really boring and they did that bit real well (sighs) something I've got to say early on is um, I really didn't like the soundtrack Um, there's a particular band that I just don't they're just not for me, I'm not saying that they're a bad band, I know that people absolutely adore them I have done for many 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 years, they are just not for me the problem with this is that the film rams this band down your throat it's aggressive one of the things is that the main character this is presumably their favorite band and they listen to this band all the time oh my word did it start to grow me and it wasn't like they were just playing the same song over and over no, they were playing different songs, but oh my word, the soundtrack grated on me. The biggest issue I had with the film was that the film tells you you've got to be slow and methodical and careful with this and careful with that and careful with the other, and you can't take you can't rush things. You've got to take your time and you've got to t- be careful. The entire film is based on somebody rushing somebody rushed a decision that was the catalyst for the entire film and knowing that from the start i went this film is wrong because you've told us from the start that this shouldn't happen and obviously you know all mistakes happen but that's the point the whole point of the first part of the film is that mistakes aren't supposed to happen and I do understand that's the point to the film. But it just felt like none of this should be happening. Because the mistake shouldn't have happened. Um, out, Outside of that, there was a couple of things towards the back end. I don't want to spoil anything. There was a couple of things towards the back end where I was like like there was, there was a particular actor that's in the film, in the credits that they, you know this actor's coming they turn up and it is literally just a section of this actor being in the film acting and that's that and I was like, I feel that that was in some ways gratuitous because it was literally just oh we've got this actor and they're gonna act right. okay, could you not have got anybody to do that job Also, I felt the end was wrong. I'll just say that. I'll just leave that there. Spoilers and all. And the other thing I want to say is, I know every single thing I've said, up to this point in time, makes you think, he didn't like this movie. I actually did. I enjoyed it. It was an enjoyable film. There was just a lot to out of it that was wrong for me and i think you ever have that thing where you're watching something and your mind is rewriting it as you go like yeah i understand you've done it that way but if you'd have done it this way it would have been better It kind of felt like that at times. There was points in time where I was like, yeah, but if you'd have done that, you could have just done it this way. Got the exact same result, but been better off from like a a narrative standpoint. It just, there was just stuff where I was like, ah, but ultimately we have to go back to the beginning where all of this is off the back of a mistake that could have been avoided. That was the thing that got me the entire time Um, One spoiler that I will give you is Ultimately don't become A contract killer It's boring apparently Let's talk about computer games Obviously VR is the, the big thing in my life at the moment, it's not the only thing, but it's quite a big thing. Uh, I played and finished Stride Fates. Something that annoyed me about this game is something that you might not realize would annoy me. That game got loads better towards the end. The last few levels were really good. There was a point where I was playing, I was like, this is what I wanted from this game. There's a level where you go into uh, you go into a building and basically get ambushed by loads and loads of bad guys. It's a multi-tiered level. It's got unles of different ways of traversing. It was perfection. I was just like, this is what I've been wanting. All the way through this game. Then you get towards the back end. The back end was very reminiscent of another game. Uh, There's a game. uh, I've talked about it before. It's called Robo Recall. Um, The bad guy. In Stride Fates. I'm like. Is this bad guy a carbon copy of the bad guy. From Robo Recall. It was very close. Very similar. Very like. um. What, what are we doing here again? This seems weird uh, Played it, finished it Very much enjoyed it towards the end I kind of wish the rest of the game had been more like the end I feel like they'd really Dialed it and made it super tight Towards the end and I was just like Why couldn't you have done this more In the rest It was just giving me everything I wanted Um Um Picked up a couple of games in the Black Friday slash Cyber Monday sale. First one of those was Iron Man VR. One of those that I've often toyed with the idea of uh, the Iron Man VR game. Originally not possible because it was only available on the PSVR. Um, So that was kind of that. It eventually moved over to the Quest. It was... A little bit cheaper than it had been originally. And then it went into the sale. 40% off. Chicken dinners all round. I bought it. I am currently playing it. haven't finished it yet. Upside. (laughs) Simple. You get to play as Iron Man. Very much. In In some way. Not in a bad way. But in some ways. Almost too much. You get to fly around like Iron Man. In the sense that you have to tilt your hands to make yourself either go forwards or straight up or backwards and it is literally just a tiny little tilt or degree will make those differences you can shoot with one hand and fly with the other hand you can go forwards and backwards side to side and that's great it's very intuitive it feels very natural you you really do feel like hey I could be in the in the suit flying around. All those are in the plus column. Um, the reviews for this game are very much nailed on. As in, a lot of the enemies, i.e. all of the enemies are basically the same, just different. They're all drones. And it's just different variations of drones. Some of them you have to kill in particular ways. And others, you just shoot them. So that. Um, I've already been to the same location twice already. Things like that. In fact, I've been to two of the same locations twice already. So there's that side of things. A little bit of recycling going on. You're a bit like, yeah, couldn't have made another area. Um, And ultimately, it's very much a game that wants you to be invested in the story. Whilst not realising that you've probably worked out who the bad guy is. Right at the start of the game So that's kind of hard to look past It's very weird It's very much like It tells you who the bad guy's going to be But thinks you haven't noticed One of those It's a bit like Yeah Uh, The other game I picked up uh, For Cheapsies Is Golf Plus Which is uh, an official PGA Golf game I'm sure any of you who's listened to this for more than five minutes Will know that I enjoy a little bit of golf here and there I enjoy a golf game I enjoy playing golf, etc, etc Don't get to do it as much nowadays So, having a VR version Kind of handy I've heard a lot about this game in the sense that People and golfers ultimately say that it does feel as close To playing around the golf as possible Again, that's a double-edged sword. Now, I've selected a difficulty where I think a lot of the stuff is done for you. Um, Putting is certainly helped along. And I would say um, driving and hitting has some assistance. Certainly distance and where the ball goes. However, I entered a tournament... I was like, oh, this looks fun, I'll go into a tournament. And what's interesting about the tournament is obviously it takes all of the aid away. Um, I hold out on every single hole I played and ultimately ended up quitting the tournament. Um, what I was saying to, uh, saying to a friend of mine today is what I'd like is something in between. I want to feel a little bit more like I'm playing myself and I need to use my quote-unquote Skills to play the game. And I want to feel a little bit less like the game's doing it for me. So I probably need to go back and look at how to tweak the settings a little. Um, I only I only started playing that last night. So I can't really give too much of an update on that one. But hopefully you will be able to update more as time goes on. Uh, and finally... Actual computer games Um, I've just been playing Assassin's Creed Mirage Um, Honestly I will say this The more I play it the more I enjoy it The more I play it the way it's supposed to be played The more I enjoy it Um, Something I realised today is I couldn't tell you a single thing About the storyline. I couldn't tell you a single character in it. I couldn't tell you. I can barely tell you what the main character's name is. That side of things is just. I, I just don't care. No part of me can find any ounce of care. For the story. I don't know if that's a me thing. Or if that's a game thing. But that's where we are. That's where we are I'm afraid i just don't care gameplay wise every time i play it i get into it a bit more every time i play it i start using i use the tools that it gives you more and more Uh, i do feel like i should have maybe done this from the start ironically i know but that's kind of where i am with this i'm like oh man i wish i'd have been doing this earlier but part of me also kind of wishes the game had pushed me down that route I guess so it's not a blame culture but you know as, as somebody once said "It's uh, this is surely your fault because otherwise it will be my fault and that can't be a thing um, so yeah it, very much uh, um, I, I do kind of wish I'd been playing it differently earlier on knowing that i'm probably unlikely to play it again from the point i finish it it's very much probably going to be one of those that it might even end up on the uh on the old trading lineup so we might have to see on that one that is the podcast for this week thank you for watching thank you for listening thank you for being here and i will catch you next time so there we go Which things think's that another one done another one gone another week gone all that stuff big thank you for watching big thank you for listening big thank you for being here if i can ask you to do a few things before you go please do consider like share subscribe and comment Leave a review where you can leave a review. Check out the website. It's thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button. And that way you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Cookie Cast.